0: To me, Nachmanides is a commentator because he does not just focus in on particular verses or words, but he zeroes in from a more global, expansive scale on the entire story. Welcome to the Why You Ideas podcast, where values-based education meets today's challenges and opportunities with your host, Rabbi Dr. Stuart Halpern. Today's guest is Associate Professor of Bible at Stern College for Women and faculty member of the Graduate Program in Advanced Talmudic Study, Dr. Michelle Levine.
1: A medieval Spanish rabbi might not be the most obvious place to turn if one is seeking a spiritual worldview in today's era. And yet you, Dr. Levine, are particularly interested in the teachings of Nachmanides, a renowned rabbinic figure from medieval Spain. Why is that?
0: I have found in my extensive studies of Nachmanides' biblical commentary that he demonstrates many prescient and incisive insights into the modes of communication, the way that the biblical text structures its way of informing us about the histories and biographies of our ancestors. Nachmanides, from my perspective and my field of research and focus of interest, is a highly advanced and progressive commentator in that he zeroes in on the literary dimension of biblical narrative and biblical poetry. While Nachmanides is very much aware and adamant, of course, about the historicity of the biblical figures, and that the text of the Torah, the Pentateuch, is a divinely authored text, and Moses is merely a scribe communicating and writing down what God has dictated to him. Nevertheless, it is my understanding that Nachmanides has perceived that there is a literary perspective of biblical story and as well biblical poetry, that one needs to study not only what the stories communicate, but how the stories have been formulated and formatted in a deliberately structured way. My particular focus when I study biblical narrative is on Nachmanides' perception of the characterization of the biblical figures as well as the structuring of the plot progression of narratives within a particular narrative or between narratives. Nachmanides provides us with the tools in order to discriminate and to decipher the deliberate literary strategies and techniques by which the biblical text has enabled future readers to reconstruct the portraitures of biblical figures from many different perspectives. Furthermore, when Nachmanides studies a biblical story, he reads the story uh, from a broad scope. He studies the story from the beginning to the middle to the end. He looks for where the story has its transformative events. How does the story reach its climax? What does the story how does the story bring us to its conclusion? And maybe I should have said already at the beginning, how does the story start? What what incident incites uh, the, the catalytic, catalytic events that progress the story to its ultimate conclusion? He studies dialogue. He studies the voice of narration. He looks for epithets. He looks for different descriptive modes within the stories he analyzes how what are the motivations of the biblical figures how should we assess their actions how should we understand the transition from the different so-called scenes of the plot of a narrative as it moves us to its ultimate conclusion um to me, Nachmanides is a is a commentator because he does not just focus in on particular verses or words, but he zeros in on from a more global, expansive scale on the entire story. That learning Nachmanides from beginning to end of a story, you really gain a greater understanding of the dynamics of of the literary dynamics and workings of a biblical story, you understand the thematic underpinnings of the story, which he often uh, intuitively and expressly uh, helps to guide us by setting up sets of binary contrasts where he sets of oppositions in order for us to see the dichotomies in the story that are the catalysts for the conflict and the tension in the story. And he also helps us to understand that there is a deliberate structure to a biblical story that we need to pay attention to if we want to elicit. Ultimately, it's a pedagogical and didactic meaning and message. I have also studied uh, Ramban's, Nachmanides' literary understandings of biblical song, poetry. I recently had an article published in the last Torah Umada journal on Nachmanides' literary analysis of the Song of the Sea. Uh, In a recent tradition journal, I published an article on Nachmanides' understanding of the literary creativeness and dynamic inventiveness of biblical metaphor and simile. And so to me, Nachmanides speaks to our contemporary times because I think that In our generations, we as students of the Torah are not only interested in understanding and grasping the basic ideas of the Torah, but we want to be more close readers and active readers, and we want to understand how the Torah chose to relate its information and the fact that there is a deliberateness to the way the Torah related the information, be it the so-called literary genre of narrative story or of poem song, is very important for us ultimately to appreciate the greater profundity of the biblical text, the creativeness perhaps of the, the, the way that Hashem decided to, give us this biblical text in the format that it was presented to us, and it makes us appreciate even more so the multilayeredness and the multifacetedness and multidimensionality of the biblical text, which will ultimately guide us to discern and to understand its important theological and religious messages that Nachmanides wanted us to glean from these texts, be they story or song. Uh, for example, about stories, Nachmanides tells us in the introduction to his biblical commentary that they were communicated to us for the sake of teaching us the basic tenets of emuna of faith. And for Nachmanides, his detailed integrative, global, broad scope reading of biblical text, where he shows us the the way that it relates the information through its literary strategies and techniques. Uh, for Nachmanides, this is a way of helping us to become better Jews uh, and to become more committed to Torah Judaism by being able to study the biblical text in this manner.
1: And can you give us an example whereby Uh, reader of the biblical text, without having Nachmanides, would not have appreciated the structure or the lessons within the structure of a particular biblical episode.
0: I would not say that Nachmanides is a pioneer in this type of reading of biblical texts. He certainly, in his introductory poem to his biblical commentary, tells us that he is riding on the shoulders of the giants, of men of might, as he says, of, of all of his predecessors. But for example, um, Nachmanides, in his study of the episode of the spies, he takes into consideration certainly his predecessor's readings, but the way that he insightfully deciphers how the spies collude in order to sabotage Uh, the whole mission to enter into the land of Israel, where he insightfully deciphers the underlying nuances of their language in their dialogue with the leaders, Moshe and Aharon, with the people, and how they sabotage the mission by going behind their leaders' backs. And this he does through working through disparate accounts of the spy episode in the book of numbers in relationship to the book of Deuteronomy. I think that his holistic reading, his integrated reading of this story, if you follow Nachmanides throughout all the scenes sequentially, he will give you a fuller picture uh, than his predecessors have done. And actually, this is my focus of interest in my research. I have actually working currently on a major project on Nachmanides' study of the wilderness narratives, especially from the perspective of the structure of the plot of these stories, as well as characterization and themes. And I have noted that scholarship is quite extensive on Nachmanides' commentary, but it is my goal, and especially I want to appeal to a wider audience in this particular project, to lay out progressively, Rod Nachmanides' study of the stories from the very beginning of the story all the way through to the end. And when you do that, you really see that he has a framework, an overarching thematic structure. He understands the the workings, the dynamism of a story as it progresses from one scene to the other. The same thing as when I studied the Song of the Sea. If you study Nachmanides intently, he will show you that the thematic motifs are interrelated between each of the stanzas of this particular poem, and he understands that these thematic underpinnings are then related to the way he analyzes particular phrases or particular verses of this song. And that is what is the greatness of Nachmanides, that he is such a wide, broad reader, that he is a synergistic reader, that Of course, he incorporates many different dimensions of analysis, the more uh, straightforward, overt reading called pshat, uh, using midrashic sources, using uh, typological readings, uh, applying kabbalistic uh, nuances to the text, and that contributes to the richness and profundities of his commentary. But... The study that I focus on is the more straightforward, explicit uh, dimension of his analysis, the so-called pshat reading of the text, and through that I demonstrate that there is tremendous uh, genius in Nachmanides' commentary because of the way that he views the text um, holistically and from a, an integrative perspective.
1: So for being our wonderful guide in the often intimidating and complicated wilderness that is uh, biblical commentary. We so appreciate all of your incredible teaching and research and are looking forward to your being our guide to Nachmanides being our guide through the wilderness narratives. Thank you so much, Dr. Levy.
0: Thank you very much. The Why you Ideas podcast is a production of the Office of the Provost of Yeshiva University and Uri Westrich. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review if you like what you're listening to. We want to hear from our listeners write to us at shalpern at yu.edu. In the meantime, stay deeply rooted and forward focused.